Welcome to the Christ the King podcast. I am Pastor Michael McGinley of Christ the King Lutheran Church right here in Spencer, Iowa, coming to you on this, the 24th of December, 2021, on the eve of the Nativity of our Lord. I hope you enjoyed that rendition of Joy to the World by a collegiate choir. Couldn't tell you which collegiate choir, but I can tell you it was recorded in 1927 because the hymns that we sing at Christmas have been beloved for centuries, many of them. But glad you can join us for the podcast on this evening, this for this Vesper service for Christmas Eve. And we're going to go ahead and dive right into our Vesper service this evening with the hymn, Angels from the Realms of Glory. Open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. When all was still, and it was midnight, Thou almighty word, O Lord, descended from the royal throne. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall he speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet I have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. When all was still, and it was midnight, thou almighty word, O Lord, descended from the royal throne.
The Old Testament lesson for this, the eve of the Nativity of our Lord, is written in the ninth chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah, beginning at the second verse. The people that walked in the darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. Thou hast multiplied the nation, and increased the joy. They joy before thee according to the joy in harvest, and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou hast broken the yoke of his burden, and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every battle of the warrior is with confused noise, and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it, with judgment and with justice, from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in the second chapter of the epistle to Titus, beginning at the eleventh verse. Brethren, for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. O Lord, have mercy upon us. 
Thanks be to God. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. The Lord hath made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he openly showed in the sight of the heathen. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Luke, the second chapter. Glory be to thee, O Lord. It came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed, and this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child.
And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men.
And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. Here ends the gospel. Praise be to thee, O Christ. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, full of grace and truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, full of grace and truth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, on the eve of the 25th of December, After nearly 52 centuries from the creation of the world, from the time when God in the beginning created the heaven and the earth, from nearly 30 centuries after the great flood, from nearly 20 centuries from the birth of Abraham, 15 centuries from the birth of Moses and the exodus of Israel from Egypt, 11 centuries from Ruth and the judges, 10 centuries from the anointing of David the king, in the 65th week according to the prophecy of Daniel, from the 752nd year from the foundation of the city of Rome, in the 42nd year of the rule of Octavian Augustus, all the earth being at peace, Jesus Christ, the eternal God and the Son of the eternal Father, wishing to consecrate the world by his most merciful coming, being conceived by the Holy Ghost, and nine months having passed since his conception, was born in Bethlehem of Judea of the Virgin Mary, made man, 
the nativity of our Lord Jesus Christ according to the flesh. From the beginning of creation, all events in history, all the events of the Old Testament scriptures where God broke through and acted in history, and all the events in world history dictated by God's divine providence, all of it occurred for the purpose of the birth of the Christ child this night. All of it was directed toward the birth of the Christ child tonight. All of history was fulfilled by the birth of the Emmanuel, God with us. All of history was directed so that tonight, tonight the grace of God may be manifested to us. As St. Paul tells us this night, the grace of God has manifested. That is, it has been incarnated by the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary. The grace of God has manifested, bringing salvation to all people. Unto you tonight is made manifest the grace of God for you to see in the greatest humility. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. He's lying in a food trough for animals. The Son of God himself has left his throne in heaven and has come down to you, conceived of the Holy Spirit and born this night of the flesh of the Virgin Mary. Tonight, the grace of God is not made manifest to you in a great show of power and might, but is made manifest to you in humility as he nurses at the breasts of a poor, lowly virgin, becoming the lowliest of all men for you. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, your Savior, Christ the Lord. Tonight, wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in the trough, is the grace of God made manifest to you for you to see and hear, bringing salvation to you and all people. As St. Paul tells us, for the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness, that is, irreverence, and worldly passions, worldly lusts, our ingrained, corrupted desires, training us to live self-control, that is, temperate, sober lives, to live upright, just, and righteous lives, to live godly, reverent lives in this present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. What St. Paul announces from this birth of Christ, this incarnation of the grace of God, what he announces is no different than what the angel announced to the shepherds, that this manifestation of the grace of God, this little child swaddled in the manger, he has come to do battle. He has come to announce war upon the prince of this age as he as he, as the Son of David and the Son of God, comes to take his Father's throne. What the world sees in the manger is a helpless child born into poverty. But that is not what the angel nor Paul announces to us tonight. Instead, what has been manifested this night is the grace of God who has come to do war against the devil, the world, and our flesh, against all ungodliness, against all irreverence, wickedness, worldly passion and lust, corrupted desires and concupiscence, which has corrupted us even into the recesses of our hearts. Tonight, the grace of God has been manifested to us so that it may go forth to war for us and win the victory which has been out of our own reach. For the manifestation of God's grace does not and will not stop manifesting himself in the manger, or in the arms of his mother. The manifestation of God's grace will manifest himself in an even more humiliating fashion when he is, in our flesh, nailed to the great tree, where he will suffer and bleed for us, where he will fulfill all righteousness, having lived the perfect life while taking our punishment for us, where he will become sin for us. This is the manifestation of the grace of God this night. And this manifestation will become fully manifest. He will fully reveal his humility and his glory on the cross where he gives up his last breath and dies for you and me. This night, all the world sees is a helpless child. And through Herod, the world thinks it can kill this child easily. 
but this night. See what the shepherds see. And what the shepherds see is the angelic army of mighty angel warriors, more vast in numbers than the shepherds or any of us could count. They see and hear them singing with terrorizing heavenly voices, announcing Christ's birth. Hear what these mighty angel warriors sing and announce in their great strength and numbers. They say, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The angels, all the angels in all their power and glory, Notice that they don't speak or sing a word about themselves or mankind. But they sing and announce only the greater power and glory of him who was born and lays in the manger. For the angels, like the shepherds, they don't see in the manger what the world does. What the angels see in the manger is their mighty divine warrior, their mighty divine general who is more glorious and powerful than all of themselves put together. What the angels announce this night is what Paul announces this night, that he who has been born, he who is the manifestation, the incarnation of the glory of God, is he who is mighty to save, is he who brings salvation, is he who brings us peace. What is made manifest tonight, what we see this night, is the grace of God who is our blessed hope. Our blessed hope into whose flesh we have been baptized. Our blessed hope who comes to us even this evening at the altar, which you could say is our glorious feeding trough, manifest to us to eat and drink. Our blessed hope, whom we await in great eagerness to return in the flesh and blood, to manifest himself to us again in the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The grace of God, our salvation and our hope, that is what is made manifest to us this night. That is what we see. That is what has become incarnate. So that in this manifestation, in this incarnation of God's grace, We are forgiven, forgiven in his baptism and word, so that we may now let go of and renounce even the ungodliness, irreverence, and wickedness of the devil. Because of the grace of God made manifest to us, we may now let go and fight against the worldly passions and lusts which attack us in our present age. We may now even renounce our own flesh and deny ourselves in repentance. For the grace of God is this night made manifest, incarnate, made known to us, so that in the peace of God which he brings, we may, with Mary and the whole church, treasure up all these things. Tonight, may your heart treasure up the words proclaiming the birth of our Lord. May your heart treasure your baptism that makes this your story. May your heart treasure the flesh and blood of our Lord made manifest not only to Mary and the shepherds and Joseph, but also to us here at the altar. May you also this night treasure up all these things and ponder them, meditate on them in your heart, where Christ now resides and makes himself known. We may now live, we are free now to live self-controlled, just and reverent lives in this irreverent, wicked world. We're able to do that because of all the divine treasures which we have received this night and on which we meditate and ponder for the rest of our lives. Because of the grace of God made manifest upon us this night, we are, ab- we are free, we are able to do all this. For as St. Paul says, the saving grace of God made manifest to us this night is he who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, who are zealous for good works. From our Lord's incarnation and death, from our baptism into the flesh born this night, we are ransomed and purified to be a people for his own possession, a people of his own body. For the grace of God was made manifest this night, appeared to us this night. Our Lord was born this day to ransom you and purify you and make you his own people. 
He has ransomed and purified us and made us his own people so that with the shepherds we may, after we adore and partake of the flesh and blood of Christ at this trough of the altar, we may return to our lives like the shepherds and glorify and praise God for all that we hear and see together as we gather as the body of Christ. Our Lord has ransomed and purified us and made us his own people so that we may love others, be zealous to do good works for all those in our lives, even and especially towards those who hate us, so that the light of Christ, which breaks forth into our lives this night, may break forth into the lives of those who are lost. For all of this, The saving grace of God was made manifest to us tonight in the incarnation of His Son. For this incarnation, all of history was directed by God so that His Son may be born to us this night. For this manifestation at the altar, where the grace of God is given us in the flesh and blood of His Son, all our lives are directed toward this altar so we may receive Him always right here. For the manifestation of our Lord to come, where the grace of God will appear to us in all power and glory, we are ready and waiting and eager. We are zealous until that day comes to do the good works of which he manifests in us. From the birth, death, resurrection, and ascension of his Son, all events that have happened and are happening now, all the events in the church where God acts in word and sacrament, all the events of the world as dictated by God's divine providence, all of it happens for the purpose of when our Lord will be made manifest again in glory, for the purpose of the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Everything right now is happening So when all hope will be fulfilled at the resurrection, we may go live with the Emmanuel, with God with us forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Have mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, 
have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, who has made this most holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light, grant, we beseech you, that as we have known on earth the mysteries of that light, we may also come to the fullness of his joys in heaven. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church Catholic, with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest, and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people, and the gospel preached in all the world. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Joseph, our President, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our Governor, the Legislature of this State, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure, to the maintenance of righteousness, and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and hostilities, and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially do we pray for those that we name in our hearts at this time. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge, and crown them with your blessing. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, 
Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Our God shall come. Alleluia. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. We give thanks unto thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast so graciously protected us this day, and we beseech thee to forgive us all our sins and the wrong which we have done, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all the perils and dangers of this night. Into thy hands we commend our bodies and souls and all that is ours. Let thy holy angel have charge concerning us, that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.
Thank you for joining us this Christmas Eve and celebrating with our Vesper service. You are invited tomorrow morning as well. Celebrate the day, the morning of our Lord's Nativity. We'll release that podcast, that Matins podcast, around 9 a.m. And we'll also be releasing the normal Sunday podcast here in just a couple days, celebrating the Feast of St. Stephen. But for now, though, we leave you going out with Silent Night in German, Still Not.